We were in a bar and I immediately stepped out of the bar and I called my wife and um, it was late. I think it was probably midnight at this point or pretty close. And I said, baby, I said, I knew it. I said, they want to go to a strip club. Um, and I don't know what to do. And honestly, as much as I had committed previous years prior and, and had done a great job of staying out of strip clubs, I was really struggling trying to justify in my mo own mind, at least to some small degree, if I could make it okay. Because I didn't want to be left out. I didn't want to be ostracized. I just, I didn't want to be looked at weirdly or differently. Welcome to Authentic Conversations. I'm your host, Ryan James Miller, and I believe the way to freedom, fulfillment, and success ultimately comes by living as the most authentic version of yourself. If you're ready to live the life you've dreamed of, you're in the right place. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Authentic Conversations. Um, I am looking forward to sharing a little bit about today's uh, topic. Uh, this topic was actually pulled from a comment I got on TikTok. And every time I say TikTok, it just, it kind of makes me laugh. Um, but I, th I think I've shared this before, but uh, I've been on TikTok uh, with this new account for the last two months. It was a challenge from somebody else. Um, anyway, I don't need to get in the backstory, but in two months, I have grown 20,000, over 20,000 followers. I've had a couple of posts exceed a half a million views, thousands and thousands and thousands of comments, a um, couple hundred thousand likes on my posts. I'm talking about manhood and masculinity. Primarily, I'm getting feedback from women. I'm being followed by women. And I have learned that the reason that they are so interested, the reason that they're following is because they are struggling with their husbands at home. Uh, they are uh, resonating with the things that I'm challenging men to because they're challenging their husbands or significant others to that and they're not getting it. Um, so I'm just going to continue to to share. Uh, my audience is ultimately, my ideal client is ultimately their husband. Uh, that is the person that I serve uh, more often than not. Uh, but uh, for, for the women out there, I'm super thankful that they continue to support it, share it, that they appreciate, at least most of them appreciate it. Some of them haven't been super kind, but uh, all in all, uh, anyway, uh, I just appreciated the support. So um, I had shared a video on TikTok a couple of weeks ago talking about um, uh, the fact that men should not fixate on other women, um, shouldn't check them out walking down the street, shouldn't be following provocative accounts on social media, uh, and shouldn't be in a strip club. And uh, anyway, so I had a question about that. I shared a follow-up video about strip clubs specifically, and then uh, a, a man, a guy, uh, commented on that post, uh, the the video that I recorded specifically about um, uh, married men uh, and really committed men and committed relationships not uh, not being in strip clubs that they shouldn't go, that they shouldn't be in there. And so one of the guys questioned, and he said, "Well." what do I do if I'm invited to a bachelor party and they go to a strip club? And ironically enough, coincidentally enough, whatever, whatever you want to call it, I was presented with that same challenge uh, many years ago. So more than a decade ago, 
Uh, I had come to faith. Uh, that was back in 2006. And as a result of coming to faith and, and, and uh, realizing what, what it was to, to really be a husband that served my wife, that loved my wife, that honored my wife, one of the things that I knew I, com- I needed to commit to was to no longer be in strip clubs myself. And so uh, a couple of years after becoming a Christian, I was invited to a very good friend of mine's bachelor party. Um, it was out of town. Um, there was about 20 or so guys that were going to be going. And, uh, this was just the prime opportunity for the guys to go to a strip club or to get a stripper or something. I just, I knew it was, it was going to happen. It was just going to present itself. So I really wrestled with the, uh, the thought of going, I talked about it with Michelle, my wife, and uh, I was just, I didn't want to go. And I, d- I didn't want to be put in that position. I loved this guy. We were close friends, but I just did not want to be put in that position. And she pushed hard on me, uh, Michelle did. And she finally told me, she said, you have to go. You have to support him. You have to be there for him. It's important. Um, and you're going to be okay. You, you'll, you'll figure it out. So I obliged, accepted the invite, and I went. And sure enough, the first night we were out of town, uh, we had spent the day out, had a lot of fun, went out for the night, had some dinner, had some drinks. And then one of the guys, um, of course, um, just said, hey, let's go to a strip club. And my heart sunk. Like I just, I felt this pit in my stomach because I was put into the exact predicament that I knew I was going to be put into, but did not want to be put into. And I freaked. Um, We were in a bar and I immediately stepped out of the bar and I called my wife and um, it was late. I think it was probably midnight at this point or pretty close. And I said, baby, I said, I knew it. I said, they want to go to a strip club. Um, and I don't know what to do. And honestly, as much as I had committed previous years prior and, and had done a great job of staying out of strip clubs, I was really struggling trying to justify in my mo- own mind, at least to some small degree, if I could make it okay. Because I didn't want to be left out. I didn't want to be ostracized. I just I didn't want to be looked at weirdly or differently. And I told her that I said, man, I'm struggling so bad. And I just, I don't know what to do. And as my wife has so amazingly done over the years, uh, she responded right back. And she said, Ryan, you know exactly what you need to do. And I'll pray for you that the situation turns out the best way possible. And I knew she was right because I knew exactly what I needed to do. I needed to decline, but I was scared and I was uncomfortable And so I hung up the phone with her before I did. She said, you know what? I'm going to be praying for you. You've got this. You know, she was really encouraging. And um, I went back over to my buddy, walked back in the bar, went to my buddy and I said, Hey man, I said, I just, I can't go there. There's just no way that I can, I can go. And he said something to the effect of, I I knew you were going to say that I was expecting this and I totally get it. That's okay. And there was this like moment of relief, like just this, just this huge exhale that even though other people may, may look at me weird because of the decision I made, I was going to be the only guy staying behind. 
um, that the guy that mattered most to me in that moment um, was, uh, was understanding. And so that felt really good to me. And then um, I, so anyway, so I, I stayed behind um, and they were all rallying up, getting ready to go hooting and hollering and whatever. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden, two of my other buddies, uh, I didn't know everybody there, but, uh, but these other two guys I knew really well, uh, they came over to me and they said, Hey, we're going to stay. And they're like, we don't want you to be by yourself. And so we're, we're going to stay with you. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, makes me feel good, blah, 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 whatever. So they hung back. And as soon as everybody left, they proceeded to tell me that they were actually grateful that I stood up to say something because they knew that if they went to the strip club and their wives or significant others found out that they would have killed them. And the fact that I said something and stayed behind, that gave them an excuse to do the same thing. And so I was grateful that it turned into an opportunity for them to be able to, to stay behind as well. And it worked out great. Uh, we had a really good time the rest of the weekend. Uh, there was not another time that I was forced to, to make a decision like that, even though over the years I've had to time and time again in professional environments and business uh, and, um, and some other personal situations. And so um, I share that story with you because I think it's super important. There's a couple of things I think that are really important for us as men to consider. The first one is, is that we have to we have to be committed in our relationship. And I am going to go on record to say there is never a time when a man should ever be in a strip club if he's in a committed relationship, ever. I don't care if your wife goes with you, been there. I don't care if she says it's okay, been there. Um, never, never, never do I believe it's a good decision. There are too many negative implications in long-term, um, uh, issues that result from you being in that strip club. Um, but you have to commit to that. You have to decide ahead of time, ahead of being put into situations, what you are committing to. Are you a hundred percent committed to your spouse? Like is, is your wife above everybody else here on earth? Is she the most important to you? Or is she the one that you will ultimately default to? Is she the one that you will sacrifice for? Is she the one that you will protect over everybody else, that you will serve over everybody else? What does your commitment to your spouse look like? What do you want it to be? And will you do whatever it takes to protect that commitment? You know, when we, when we get married, uh, there's a series of kind of questions or things that we recite and you're going to know these, right? When, um, when, uh, when it says that, uh, you are going to be married in sickness and in health for richer, for poor, um, whatever it may be. And then to, until death do us part, you know, those statements aren't all encompassing because there's a lot of other things that we need to go to in extreme to make sure that we protect the sanctity of the relationship. Um, and so I want you guys to think about that. What did you commit to? And do you really hold strongly? Do you really hold firmly to those words or were they just words that you said, whether you didn't really understand what you were saying, or you just didn't take them seriously enough? Uh, 
I know for me, when I got married, as much as I loved Michelle, she was my best friend. I was so excited. I was fully committed to her when I said I do. I didn't really take on the weight of what I was saying to her and what I was committing to her. And it took a lot of hard lessons and a lot of hard time for that. So that's the first part of it is like, are you committed? Do you know what you're committed to? And are you willing to do whatever it takes to uphold that commitment? That's the first part. The second part, whether it's, I can't go to a strip club or I I don't want to engage in that type of conversation or I don't want to be in that environment. Are you prepared to have those types of conversations with your buddies and are you willing to accept the consequences of having those types of conversations? I should come right out and say that like, if you are around other men that um, are willing to tear you down, to look at you differently, uh, whatever, uh, make fun of you because of the values that you hold to, then you need to find some new men to be around. Those aren't good men. Those aren't real men. Uh, those are boys. Those are children. Those are immature um, individuals that aren't taking seriously enough the commitments that you've made. They're not taking seriously enough the commitment they made to you as a friend to support you and to look out for your best. I know we don't necessarily make those verbal commitments to friends, but when we're talking real friendships, that's the kind of thing that we're committing to. So you should probably find yourself some new friends. Um, but beyond that, um, it's hard sometimes to stand up for our values. It's hard to set ourselves apart when we're holding to certain values, when we're, when we're protecting the sanctity of our marriage, uh, when we are valuing and respecting our wives, when maybe other men are not. Um, and to you, I challenge you to say, be a man. Um, I, I talked about this on the last episode, real men protect their wives. And protect means you protect her from your own negative thoughts, from your own tendencies to fall into uh, negative talk about your spouse, about trashing your spouse, tearing them down, about looking at other women. You know, I, I've said this before on different episodes, but... Um, you know, I've been put in situations where um, I'll, I'll, I'll give a specific example. I was out golfing with a couple of guys, uh, clients and friends, and uh, one of the cart girls came by and um, she was just dressed in like normal pants and a, a sweatshirt, I think. And one of the guys I was golfing with was uh, after she left, he goes, man, he said, um, she was really like frumpy or something today. He said, but he said, when she's like, um, when, when she's dressed right, man, she looks good. And, and I, and he was married by the way. And I, and I looked at him and I said, I said, I have no interest in checking that out. And he goes, come on, man, what do you mean? And I go, look, man, I said, I, I don't even want to tempt myself to go in a direction like that. And he said, oh, come on. He said, uh, you're not dead. He goes, um, you're, you're just, you're just window shopping, um, or something like that. And I said, I don't do that. I said that that's not how I want to treat my wife. And that's not the type of relationship I want to be in. I was just willing to say it out loud. I want to be his friend. I want him to be my friend. We don't obviously have uh, perfectly aligned values, but he's a he, he's a good dude overall. He just has some skewed views of commitment in his relationship and how quickly and easily you can break that. 
But we have to be willing to speak up, even if it puts us at risk of breaking friendships, breaking relationships, um, looking bad, looking different, being treated differently. I know there's times that I don't get included in certain guys' um, gatherings, outings, because I'm a different guy than a lot of the other guys that I'm around. Um, some of these guys don't have filters and, and they know I do. Some of these guys don't believe in Jesus and don't take him seriously enough to honor their marriage as he's called them to. And I do. And I'm not saying I'm better than them. I'm just different. And I know they know that. And so to not have to deal with um, what I may say or think to them, because I would call them out in the moment if, if that happened when I was around, um, um, they just don't include me and it sucks. It hurts. Um, I don't like to not be included. I want to be liked and accepted and around, um, guys. And I want to go on golfing trips and I want to be out at bars and go to concerts, whatever. Um, but sometimes I don't get included because of that stuff. And at the end of the day, as hard as it is, that's okay. Because, nothing supersedes my commitment to my wife here on earth. And I say here on earth because ultimately nothing supersedes my commitment to Jesus Christ. And uh, because of my commitment to Christ, that informs my commitment of my wife. Um, And so if you're struggling with your guy friends, if you're struggling with some conversations, I challenge you to speak up. At worst, you're going to have to find some new friends at, uh, somewhere in between, uh, you're going, they're at least going to know where you stand and maybe they're going to avoid those types of things around you at best. And this is what I'm actually most hopeful for is the values that you have and the commitments that you've made to your spouse will rub off on other men. That's one of the greatest desires I have. I'm not trying to, to show other guys how to do it, um, by, by way of what I've done. I'm trying to show them by way of what I've done, how they can do it for themselves. Um, I, I want to encourage other men to have integrity, to, to, to be committed to their spouses, to be honorable, to have integrity. Um, maybe I just said that anyway. Um, it's just so important for me to adhere to these values and to try and share those with the world around me. We need as men and as a society, we need this more than ever. So anyway, um, I really appreciate the question that was asked on TikTok. If you want to follow me on TikTok, if you're there, um, I am, uh, 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 the handle on TikTok is at tattooed Ryan Reynolds. There's a funny story behind that. I've shared it before. I'm not going to share it now, but uh, that's the TikTok handle at tattooed Ryan Reynolds. You can go follow me there. You can kind of keep up with a lot of the stuff I'm doing. I'm trying to post a couple of videos a day, maybe more. Um, but I share a lot of the same type of stuff on Instagram and Facebook as well. So you can go follow me on either one of those Facebook and Instagram. It's at RJM sales pro. Um, with that, you guys, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed actually sharing some of uh, just uh, what's coming out of my head or experiences that I've had through these solo episodes. I will get back to having guests here over the next few weeks, but I've got a few more topics lined up that I want to share on before I do. Uh, If you are a man and you are trying to figure out how to grow in these areas, how to get better, uh, my first encouragement is to DM me directly and just let me know. And I'll I'll, kind of help guide you in some direction. Um, I'll share with you the Men of Freedom Facebook community that we have, trying to encourage men to go there, to converse, to see that there's other like-minded men that want the same things as as you do. Uh, And then just keep an eye out through social media. 
Um, I'm going to be sharing some upcoming opportunities that I have through some uh, one hour, half day, full day, and even uh, a longer workshops, uh, webinars, and some programs that I have coming up that are, I believe, going to be instrumental in really starting to change the narrative uh, on uh, manhood, masculinity, marriage, and things like that. So anyway, just keep an eye out. Follow me on social media if, you, if you're not already. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to support the podcast. Share this with somebody else that you know. That's a huge way. Uh, that would be a huge blessing to me and a huge opportunity that you have if you like what you're hearing to, to bless somebody else with it. So thank you guys so much. Just so appreciative of you. Just continue to do the best you can to be men and women that God created you to be. And I say men and women, because though I'm talking to men often, I know there's a lot of you ladies that are listening. I love you guys. I thank you. I appreciate you. Your support means everything to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go get after it. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Authentic Conversations. If you are ready to live the life you've dreamed of, I'm here to help. Head to ryanjamesmiller.com slash podcast to begin your journey. And if this episode impacted you in any way, pay it forward by sharing it with someone you know. I'm Ryan James Miller, and I'll see you next time on Authentic Conversations.